0: God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Welcome to Living Life. Yesterday, we have seen four kinds of evidence that shows Jesus is a true king. He rode a donkey in order to fulfill the messianic prophecy of the Old Testament. He said that he is a lord who needs a donkey, and everyone obeyed. However, many people failed to see that Jesus came as a king of peace, the king who takes our burdens, and the king who saves us, spiritually. Jesus even reassured to Pharisees that if people don't praise Him, even stones will cry out and praise Him because Jesus is the true King. Today, we will see what Jesus did when He was entering the city of Jerusalem. Let's read today's passage and come back.
1: Luke chapter 19 verses 41 through 48 As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you, and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. When Jesus entered the temple courts, he began to drive out those who were selling. It is written, he said to them, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching at the temple, but the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the leaders among the people were trying to kill him. Yet they could not find any way to do it, because all the people hung on his words.
0: Welcome back to Living Life. Jesus was riding a donkey. He was coming into the city of Jerusalem. People praised him and shouted, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. It was a big parade. People were singing and dancing. There was a big celebration when people saw Jesus entering in. What did Jesus do? Did he also celebrate with people? Let's read verses 41 and 42. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, He wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. Jesus didn't celebrate with people. In contrast, Jesus saw the city of Jerusalem and he wept. The word for saw the city means that Jesus looked at the city with deep intensity. He was staring at the city. The word wept in Greek means to burst into tears, to weep aloud, sob or wail. Jesus didn't cry a little bit. He was bursting into tears. Why was he staring at the city and weeping aloud when other people were singing and dancing? The reason for Jesus' weeping was stated in verse 42. The city rejected Jesus who were bringing peace. Jesus was not weeping because we, uh, we would suffer, uh, would on the, he would suffer on the cross of Calvary. He was weeping not for himself, but for people in the city. Because they don't know about the real peace. Maybe you know the song called God of the City by Cross Tomlin, right? This is how the song goes. You are the God of this city. You are the king of this people you're the Lord of this nation you are you're the light in the darkness you're the hope to the hopeless you're the peace to the restless you are there is no one like our God there is no one like our God yes Jesus wept aloud because Jesus came as the God of the city King of this people, Lord of this nation. But people didn't recognize him. Jesus is a light in the darkness. He is the hope to the hopeless. He is the peace to the restless. But people didn't know him. How about your city? How about our city? How about our people? Do they know Jesus? Have you ever thought about your city and wept for it? And for your people because they don't know Jesus? Let's continue to read verses 43 and 44. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. This is the second reason that Jesus wept aloud Jesus saw the terrible fate of the city of Jerusalem. Jesus was saying in verse 43 that enemies will encircle the city to attack. After they destroy the city gate, they will come in, into the city and kill all citizens, young and old, men and women. And they will destroy and demolish the whole city. What Jesus said really happened in eighty seventy. In AD 66, the Jews revolted against Roman Empire. Therefore, the Roman army, led by Titus, attacked the city of Jerusalem. The Jewish historian Josephus, well, who lived at the time, reported that one million people died and 97,000 were taken captive to, the, to Rome. The city of Jerusalem is a prime example of the fate of all nations and all people who reject Jesus Christ because Jesus said in John three thirty-six. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. Yes, if we believe in Christ, we will have eternal life. But if we reject Him, we will be in God's wrath, like the citizen of Jerusalem in AD 70. Let's continue to read verses 45 and 46. When Jesus entered the temple courts, he began to drive out those who were selling. It is written, he said to them, my house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Here we see that Jesus entered the temple of Jerusalem. There he saw people selling things at the temple. This happened in the outer court of the temple, the court of the Gentiles. People were selling and buying sacrificial animals, such as oxen, sheep, doves and pigeons every Passover season thousands uh, thousands of pilgrims came to the temple from all of the place it was usually impossible for pilgrims to bring their own animals for sacrifices therefore they uh, bought sacrifice sacrificial animals right at the outer court of the temple so the temple became like marketplace Therefore, Jesus drove out sellers and buyers and said, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. There are two things that Jesus was saying. First, the temple is my house. The temple belongs to Jesus Christ, not to the sellers or high priests or worshipers. Secondly, the temple is a house of prayer. The Bible said that we are the God's holy temple. We are God's house. We belong to God. And we are a house of prayer. God made us so that we pray to God and have deep relationship with God. Yes, we belong to God. Therefore, we should please Him as we give prayers and praises to our God. Let me wrap up today's message with a few questions. Do you weep for your city? Do you weep for your nation? Is your body a house of prayer? Do you pray to God every day? Let's pray. Dear God, as Jesus wept over the city of Jerusalem, help us to weep for lost and dying souls around us. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. She's world burden and stepping in closer.
1: CGN.